0: life catches up to you and what I really learned and I said this earlier is that all of the self care like I do all of the stuff all of the self-care isn't enough to be at peak performance all of the time. Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I'm serial entrepreneur and investor Emmy Kirshner. And I'm known for sprinkling just a little bit of glitter throughout the streets of Philadelphia and on the stages that I speak while I help creative entrepreneurs stop struggling as the overworked admin in their business and become the CEO of their multi-six and seven-figure businesses. What has fascinated me over the years are the stories of success and failure that courageous entrepreneurs who have put it all on the line face as they change lives, disrupt industries, and become incredible leaders themselves. So if you're looking for a community of engaged entrepreneurs, and you'd love to get some resources and tools that can help you fast track your business, I invite you to join the Tribe of Leaders Facebook group. The link is in the show notes if you want to connect with us. And of course, the group is free to join. Hey, everyone. Super excited this week because I'm doing something that I have never done before, and this is going to be my first solo episode. And it's something I've been thinking about doing for a little while, but kind of been on the back burner because I always have so many cool and interesting guests, and it's really a priority for me to share their stories so that they can help you grow and scale your business and be the leader in not only your business but your life and help impact and make change across the world. So um, it's probably gonna be a shorter episode and what I wanted to talk about was my experience and what I learned when I took a month off this past November. And after recording Michael Levitt's interview, which was live last week, it's episode 89, and hearing his story about how he had 369 bad, like worst case scenario days. Really inspired me to share my story of burnout and overwhelm because I fought acknowledging that and accepting that I was burned out because I do so many self care practices and I take time off, etc. So I wanted to share it from a different angle so that you too can avoid the overwhelm, the exhaustion, feeling like you're dragging yourself to your desk really live an amazing life. One of the things that just drives me nuts is this culture that we have of the hustle and grind where working more can be, or seems like the the only way to succeed and it's not. Particularly as an entrepreneur, it is really easy to fall into that trap of working 24 seven and working weekends because there's always something that you can do, and I want to be able to help set you up for success so that you can have time to do the things that are important to you be with your loved ones, hang out with friends, take vacation, and really unplug. So, with that, I want to give you a little bit of context of how I ended up being burned out because it wasn't from working too much. It was really a whole bunch of things that happened over the course of a couple of years. Some awesome, some not so awesome, Uh, but just the energy out took its toll on me. So to give you kind of the condensed version of really the last three years, it was I think February of 2019 that my youngest had... Um, a huge surgery and he was supposed to have like four month recovery time and it ended up being six so he's and for those of you who haven't seen a picture of me i'm tiny i'm like five four and he my son is like six two and used to be a linebacker a lineman playing football so he's big he's got you know huge hands huge feet etc big boned and he was in a wheelchair and then on crutches for the, those six months. So it was a lot of me helping him, maneuver him around. Um, he couldn't go up and down stairs for the first, I think, month. And it wasn't scary, it just took a lot. And it was a great thing, he needed to have surgery, he's fully recovered, It's you know, it was awesome. I also ended up letting go one of the virtual assistants I was working with. My son then graduated high school all the while in like three or four months my business doubled which was fantastic can we say wahoo Uh, but there were a lot of new things going on from that standpoint too that i was taking on and and bringing on new people training them etc and then i also sold the summer of 2019 the house that we had lived in for 12 years, my kids grew up in, I moved into the city of Philadelphia. My kids moved into their respective places all within one month, fall and winter of 2019. I had just a couple of illnesses that, you know, slowed things down. And then of course, coming into 2020, we had COVID. And then I had some personal things go on with some relationships over the summer. So again, not all bad just a lot of stuff right it's like life but life catches up to you and what i really learned and i said this earlier is that all of the self-care like i do all of the stuff (laughs) all of the self-care isn't enough to be at peak performance all of the time so even though i meditate and journal and um you know, taken vacations, had had time off, etc. Cetera, et cetera, had slow weekends, hung out with friends, done things that fill up my bucket. Coming into last fall of 2020, it all just added up and I was really just exhausted and not excited about my day or what I was creating. And I don't ever want to be in that space because I can't create from that space. And it took a couple of my friends to be like, Hey, you know, if you're like this burnt out, you know, you need to take a break. And I was like, no, no, I'm doing stuff. It's all good. Right. So once I acknowledged that it really gave me a ton of freedom to look at how I was doing things, you know, and what could I do to create this, this month off essentially. So there was a lot of planning that went into this and uh, I think it took me about six weeks to get everything ready, my clients settled, etc. But what the month off in November looked like for me was essentially two week sprints where I was in Cape May, um, New Jersey, and then up in Stonington, Connecticut, and mostly by myself. Like, I did a lot of walking, I did some meditating, I ate some of the most amazing food, tons of seafood just sat on like you know, the rock at the ocean and the warm weather and chilled. And what really was cool was that the things that I hadn't realized I had lost came back. My creativity came back. How I wanted to build you know, the business moving forward in a bigger, larger way started to expand. My focus and my ability to really like hone in on whatever it was I was doing started to expand again instead of that, I don't know if you all have had this, but that distracted state that you can easily get into, um, where it's like, oh, there's a notification, I have to, you know, I have to check this. And what about, you know, social media or the email or somebody called and they need, you know, two seconds of my time. So I actually deleted Facebook and Instagram off of my phone and that shut all of the notifications off too, because this was right after the election. So like I just didn't want to know for the, that period what was going on on a daily, you know, minute by minute basis, it was really stressful. So um, I took all of those off and it was incredible to have that focus back. So the, I think that third part for me, in addition to, you know, really looking at how can I create a business and a life where I am unplugging more regularly because the self-care isn't enough, and you know how can I expand the focus is I have to give an incredible like thanks and share the gratitude I have for my team because I am not a micromanager I am totally a macromanager and in this case because I've empowered my people and because I expect them to bring ideas to the table because I let them shine in their zone of genius and the places that they completely you know, shine, because I've empowered them and because I've given the ability to shine in the places where they're most knowledgeable, they really ran the business for the month that I was off. And we continued to bring revenue in. So things did not halt. Things did not come to a standstill. Slowed down a little bit, yes, but that was okay. We planned for that. And it's really been fun to see everything pick back up and you know expand even further. And this is where I see people playing small, right? Like a lot of entrepreneurs feel like scaling and growing the team and training a team and you know, having the support to get to that next level is too hard. And it's not. It actually gives you more freedom and the ability when you're bringing on the best people who all complement, you know, your skills and you're all working together fluidly. It actually gives you the ability to drive the business in a totally different way. And you're going to generate newer and better ideas that will serve your people and your audience more effectively. So I highly recommend if you've been hesitating on expanding in any area of your business and not getting the support, really rethink that and always reach out to me if you you know would like to just have a, a quick chat about that too, because I can share what I've done and what I've done with my clients and how that's helped them gain back time, gain back freedom and make more money, right? You know, the other thing they said was I did not miss being on social media or the notifications or reading the news at all. It was really so freeing. And what happened for me after that was that I actually started connecting and picking up the phone with friends that I hadn't talked to in forever when I got back. Lastly, the real bonus of having this time off is that it helped me refocus my priorities, right? It helped me increase my performance, my energy, and it's changed how we've set up the business. So I mentioned this again in the podcast with Michael Levitt, episode 89, and he loved this too because he's into performance and really protecting his time, is that my team and I set our business, the business up to work in six-week sprints. And I know there's tons of quarter planners out there. I have one, I love it, I use that. But the the quarter is too long for me, at least, and maybe you're different, but for me to go without taking a break and without having time to reflect about what it is that I want to accomplish, where we're at, what's worked, what's not worked. So we set these six-week sprints up, and it was really great because I did that over Valentine's Day and took the four days off, unplugged really didn't do a lot it was raining and cold and nasty here so it was kind of like the weather for once was you know cooperating with my plan of not doing very much and you know had some time to one reflect as I said what works working what do we need to change and we've made it some adjustments you know mid-quarter it's kind of like going in the football game where first quarter and second quarter or third and fourth quarter where you're making those adjustments and making those shifts so that you can be more successful so a couple of things that we did was we switched like our entire back end which i was not planning on doing but because of the way we project managed um, everything and having a really cool team it was a very easy transition we get to have some really cool features that are going to help my clients and keep everything more streamlined. We're also saving time and money, so I'm super excited about that. But the more important pieces are is that I've actually restructured the month and how we're working. So I have one week a month where I don't take any appointments. And that's, again, the creative time and the time for me to work on content, do the podcast, whatever else it is that I'm putting in that bucket so that I'm focused on meetings and clients and interviews the other three weeks out of the month. So it's been really fun to adjust because I'm looking at what is it that is actually giving me energy and filling up my bucket on a day to day, week to week basis, and then expanding that into awesome. How can I serve my people more effectively from this place? So I'm curious for those of you who are listening, And would love it if you wanted to leave a review because that will help us be found and if you want to share it as well with a friend that might you know need to hear this right now it will help them as well. I'm curious about how is it that you're structuring your day so that it fills you up or are you really looking still at how to just check off all of the to-dos that you have on your list because those to-dos aren't weighted equally so you know are you looking at the things that are going to drive results drive revenue drive the energy of you and your team and build those connections build your audience bring clients in so that you can continue to make impact and if you are still you know checking off to do's that's okay i'm just curious i'm going to ask you what would it take you to shift a little bit and let some of those to do's go because for me being successful as a business owner is about performance. I've said it before, you cannot sprint a marathon, run it at a regular pace. So how can you do that more effectively? What is it that's going to fill you up so that you can be as successful as you dream? So with that, I'm gonna say goodbye. And don't forget to connect with me on Facebook at LinkedIn or Instagram, I'm Emmy Kirchner all over the place, and to hang out with me in the place that I'm most often, which is the Facebook group, Tribe of Leaders. See you next week. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am so grateful for each and every episode that you tune in and listen to, and I hope that you get a ton of value that you can implement starting today. And I do have just a quick favor. If you wouldn't mind hopping on to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review, it would help us tremendously so that the Tribe of Leaders podcast can be found more easily and help inspire other entrepreneurial leaders.